As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Blog Talk Radio. to the Tidewater area, 
right after Waverly, you know, recently we talked about the devastation that happened in the city of Waverly, Virginia, from a tornado. And unfortunately, FEMA didn't think it was important enough to replace their property. And there was some loss of life. So if you're familiar with that area, we're about 20 minutes east of that area. And that's where I'm heading. We're having an event today in honor of mothers who are less fortunate than others, who have limited resources. That's right. I don't call them homeless because they do have somewhere to stay. Let me tell you something. The stigma of calling people homeless is really not what we do here at Storm Talk 365 because let me tell you what it is. You know what it means? It means that wherever you lay your head, that's your home. I don't care if you have a piece of cardboard propped up against a tree. For that moment, that minute, that's your personal space and that's home. Now, it may not be uh, appropriate. It may not be comfortable. It may not do anything as far as protecting you for the elements. But I don't want anybody to feel less of an individual because they don't have as much as anybody else. And that's what we're going to do today. Right there at Push Faith House, Waverly, Virginia, I mean Wakefield, Virginia, we're going to have a great purse giveaway. That's right, great purse giveaway. We're going to be giving away purses. Marilyn A. Scott, who is a part of Storm Talk 365, as well as Shirley Brown, Minister Shirley Brown, who is the founder of Push Faith House, they're both a part of Storm Talk 365, where that is my network. While I am here on the PoisonedOutLimits.com blog talk platform, Charles Gentry has teamed up with me, Ms. B, and Storm Talk 365, and we're sponsoring this event today at Push Faith House, right there in Wakefield, Virginia, for the women who are currently living in shelters, and they're going to be given purses. That's right. Marilyn A. Scott came up with this great idea to fill purses with toiletries. She has been filling purses with toiletries from people who have been donating them for over a month. And we are blessed to say that we have invited some of the area's less fortunate women with limited resources to come out today and be a part of this event. We're not just giving away purses. Storm Talks 365. Keith Andrews is coming, and he is a minister of music. He has two gospel CDs out. He's going to be performing. We may have a few other people singing. We don't know. How about that, Marilyn? But we have someone doing pedicures, manicures. We have Chris Jackson, a photographer out of Hopewell, Virginia, who's volunteering his time to do Mother's Day portraits for those who are with limited resources. That's right. We have a lot going on. That's just a little snippet of what's happening right there at Push Faith House at Wakefield, Virginia. That's Miss B and Charles Gentry supporting the women who are with limited resources on the day before Mother's Day. We're providing them with purses filled with toiletries, and Marilyn A. Scott has teamed up with Shirley, Minister Shirley Brown, and we're going to have a great time. If you're in the area, at least an hour driving distance, we're starting this event at 1 o'clock Eastern Time, 1 o'clock Eastern Time, and we say we're going to stop at 4, but if you want to come out and fellowship with us or if you want to come out and donate to Push Faith House or bring some purses so we can continue to give them away as we accumulate them, that's right. Come on out to Wakefield, the Push Faith House, 
I'm going to give you the ad- address. I'm driving right now. I can't give you the address. But it's the Push Faith House right there in Waco, Virginia. And we're going to start at 1 o'clock. I'm going to be broadcasting to uh, Mr. Shirley Brown's podcast. That's right. She's a podcaster on Storm Talk 365. And she has a podcast that comes on every Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be talking with her personally, as well as talking to Marilyn Scott, who's also a podcaster on Storm Talk 365. Today, for the two-hour podcast on the PointsOfOutLimits.com blog talk, everything you need to know of Ms. B, I will be playing two broadcasts from Minister Shirley A. Brown. She'll be talking about them. And I'll be playing one from our motivator, in-house motivator. That's right, Marilyn. As a podcast, You Matter with Marilyn. Every Saturday, just getting ready to come on in about an hour or a little less. 11 a.m. East Coast time on the Spreaker.com platform for Storm Talk 365. Just go to Spreaker.com and type in You Matter with Marilyn, and her podcast will come up. So there you have it. We're going to talk to both Marilyn A. Scott, Dr. Marilyn A. Scott, who's a holistic healer. She has a lot to tell you about caregiving and, and how to heal things, heal yourself naturally. But she wants you to understand that you matter to her, and you should matter to yourself. So there you have it. Today's episodes are going to be replays of Push Faith House Ministry, two episodes, and one of You Matter Miss Maryland. Both ladies are part of the Storm Talk 365 podcast network right there on the speaker.com platform with Miss B. That's right. I am the producer, and I really appreciate all that they're doing for the women who have limited resources. I'm on my way as we speak. Charles Gentry and I are excited about what we're about to uh, make happen. Again, I'm going to give you the physical address, but please, it's on 460 on the other side of Waverly East going toward the Tidewater area, and I'm going to give you the address right after I play the episode for Shirley Brown's Bush Faith House Ministries. One of her episodes, the first one I'm going to play, since it's Mother's Day, we're going to talk about it because my mom is no longer with me. She started out with breast cancer and it metastasized in her lungs, and she went home to the Father in Heaven. And there are a lot of people who are currently going through sickness, illness, and diseases, and a lot of people who have gone home because of breast cancer or other forms of cancer. So our first episode is Breast Cancer Awareness. Shirley Brown interviewed some people, and she has the information she wants to share with you. But I want you to sit back and enjoy this informative podcast while we get ready to celebrate. That's right, celebrate women who have limited resources by offering them purses filled with toiletries. And these purses are no joke. They're not something that, you know, people just wanted to throw away. Some of them have never been used. Some of them have names I can't pronounce. But nevertheless, it is being given to them out of love. And that's what everything is all about, love. The greatest commandment of all, regardless of what your faith is, it should be to love. Because except for one paycheck, you may be the one next that needs the help. So here we go. We're going to listen to um, Breast Cancer Awareness, Ms. Shirley, Minister Shirley Brown. Thank you. Enjoy. 
God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is Shirley B. from Push Faith House Ministries. I bless God for who you are, and I bless God for allowing you the opportunity to come and listen to me on today. Amen. There are some things that God has given me to share with you today. Amen. Thank God for our listening audience with limited resources, but they're not limited because God is your servant. Amen. God is so faithful about everything that he does. We serve a great God, an awesome God, the living God, the risen Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to give God some praise. Amen. For all that he's doing. Hallelujah. We just bless your name, God. We honor you. We adore you. We lift you up because you are our everything, God. We ask you to forgive us of all our sins and all unrighteousness. God, expose things that are in our lives that don't supposed to be there so we can get rid of them. In the name of Jesus, as you have given us this topic on today, talking about breast cancer, amen, awareness, are you going to be aware or are you going to be exposed? God, I thank you right now because you've given us a real word for this audience on today. Hallelujah. And God, we just ask you to use me the way you desire for me to be used for your honor and your glory. God, we won't take none of your glory because it's all because of you, God. All because of your son who died on the cross for our sins, Father God. Without you, we are nothing. So, God, I ask you to send this word out, God, and it won't return unto your voice, but it won't fall on deaf ears, but it will do what you set it out to do. And we speak that right now. We declare and decree that this word that you have given us on today will do what you set it out to do in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you so much again. This is Shirley B. Thank God for Miss Benita Claiborne. AKA Miss B in the house. I bless God for you, Miss B. Amen. There is a word from the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want the listening audience to understand that everybody may not agree with this word. Everybody may not understand this word, but God has given it to me. For those that will receive it in Jesus' name, that those that will grow on to it and understand what God is doing in the season of exposing some things that the end has just allowed in that our minds to accept it. God said, not anymore. I'm exposing it for what it is, and I pray that you hear what that says the Lord. Amen. Glory be to God again. This is Shirley B., and I just bless God for you tuning in on today. Hallelujah. For Bush Faith House Ministries located at 202 East Main Street, Suite 2, Wakefield, Virginia, 23888. Contact number 757-758-4778. You can reach me on Facebook, amen, at Shirley Brown. Our page is Push Faith House. Or Twitter, Push Wakefield 1, amen. On Tumblr, Kingdom Pushers. On Google, Kingdom Pushers, amen. Hallelujah. We bless God for you, amen. And again, there is a word from the Lord. We thank God for the St. Matthew's 25th Church where you can contact me at 757 707 
1631, let's expose the enemy on this evening. Amen. Hallelujah. I will become from Isaiah 44 and 18. And it reads as following. Amen. Hallelujah. They know nothing. They understand nothing. Their eyes are plastered over so they cannot see. And their minds closed so they cannot understand. Amen. Hallelujah. I wanted to talk about this breast cancer thing. The other day, God was talking to me about some things about that. And God really opened up my eyes to see. He's been dealing with me concerning this thing about breast cancer for probably about a year now. And now God is saying, I want you to speak what I'm giving for you to speak, daughter. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes... When something is not, amen, hallelujah, falling in line with your spirit, I mean, it turns on your spirit, you know there's something that God wants you to speak about. Again, this is something that you may not understand, something you may not agree with, but I bless God that he's given it to me. Every time I used to hear about somebody celebrating in the month of October breast cancer, it used to always on my spirit. It never seemed right to me. I see people with these breast cancer signs and things like that almost acknowledging that breast cancer is something that's supposed to be here in the earth. And it's not. We have accepted breast cancer here on this earth as if it's part of living. We have accepted breast cancer in with so much that we celebrate it. We've given it a month of breast cancer. And I beg to differ with you. I don't celebrate any disease. I don't celebrate it. If you are, you say that you're a breast cancer survivor. No, you were healed by his stripes. Amen, God. Because by his stripes, we are healed. That's what the word tells us. Amen. It ain't nothing about you being a survivor. Amen. God healed you. That's what it is. Plain and simple. He healed you. Because in Isaiah 43 and 4 says, Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. That's what Isaiah 53, 4, verse, and 5th verse tells us, that that is why we are healed. So why in the world do we celebrate breast cancer? I know it's affecting a lot of women, but God began to talk to me, y'all. And he began to say, surely, their eyes are wide open and they don't see anything. They don't understand what's really going on. They don't know anything. They just know that they're always looking for a cure, and you are the healer. I don't know you by as a healer. I know you as the healer. He never said in his word that that's a medicine we are here. That's not he said. By his stripes, we are here. And, and I'm speaking boldly about this. It doesn't matter. Hallelujah. What anybody else has to say, I'm speaking what God says the Lord. 
And I'm not trying to get no accolades. I'm not trying to get nobody to like me. But I'm telling you that God is so. See, the enemy has been so slick and so wicked that he has allowed us to celebrate among talking about this disease. Like in catch precedence over what God has said in his word and what God has done. God said that we should lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That we should compare men to Christ. That we shall cast out demons. And we take this breast cancer and I'm exposing the enemy on today in Jesus' name. The enemy has sit in the earth this evil spirit of cancer, and especially breast cancer, is a woman. And we've gone so far as to say, I'm a breast cancer survivor. And this to say that this thing has just been so ratchet in this earth that we have taken it and said, because it ain't no cure, we're going to celebrate the month that people that have been exposed to this evil spirit. And we're going to celebrate it. Then you got other, and they ain't never been delivered. They said that breast cancer survivors, that you ain't never been delivered from it. You ain't been set free. And then it's because that evil spirit is still there, and the authorities are still there. What we do is say, you know what? It's in remission. Instead of saying what the word says, we are here by his strength in the name of Jesus. And we take for granted that people understand what you're saying. Instead of coming right out and declaring and decreeing that you are here. And it did because of that evil spirit is still there. And it has not been rebuked. It has not been cast forth or cast out. We continue with it because we feel like well, they've gotten a little bit of it. And I'm in remission. Instead of going to the, the healer that said, God, heal me of this disease. We allow me to stay there. And it affects the other breasts. Because we have not spoken to that body or those breath and said, you are healed. Because of the blood of Jesus, by his stripes we are healed. Then we'll go around exposing. That was a thing that came on Janice Springer. Well, everybody was lifting up their shirts all the time. And they said, girls going by, and they're always exposing their breath. You are exposing your breath to an evil spirit. And if you think that evil spirit is playing, it is not. We sit up here with our eyes wide open and blind by the devices of Satan. Satan coming to kill, steal, and destroy. And then we sit up here because of the lust of the flesh. And we sit up here because of the pride of life. And we sit up here with the lust of the eyes. And we see things that we want to take place in our bodies. And we expose ourselves to so many different things because we won't feel a voluptuous breath because of some ideology that we have in our mind thinking that this is going to make us more beautiful or more mental. But God has said, let this mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in you. Why are you allowing your mind to go to things 
things that are not having anything to do with God. We try to make things the way that we want it to be because we want to be accepted by this world instead of being accepted by God. And you know what? I'm exposing this demon on today because it is an entity that the enemy has sent out in this earth and we accept it just like it's supposed to be. I keep black cancer out of my thoughts and my heart and my mind and in my family. I rebuke it. I send it out to the pits of hell. I catch you, Paul. You black cancer evil spirit. You black cancer demon. I send you back to the pits of hell. You are not dead in the air. You will go back to your master. You will not say in the name of Jesus any type of cancer. What God told me to speak about this breast cancer on today. So I'm going to do what that said the Lord. A lot of times we don't understand where these demonic spirits, you may ask me now, well, where in the world did they come from? Well, I'm here to reveal to you today where they came from by the blood of Jesus. Amen. God has given me an assignment to expose this thing on today. If you have any unforgiveness in your heart towards another woman, towards your mother, towards your sister, to rest your sister-in-law, it does not matter what it is, but if you have those things in your heart and in your mind, God is exposing it, and you have to forgive it. Because what happens is that it lingers on with us, and it attaches itself to us, and then we expose ourselves to these demonic spirits, and we don't understand what's going on. And because of that, we so readily say that it comes from this or we or comes from that. Every evil spirit has a root. And a lot of times it comes from unforgiveness. There's a thing that goes on in earth, this world called hating on one another. Well, she's hating on me and I'm hating on her, but I'm telling you women, this is a way that things come into our heart and in our mind and in ourselves because of this fact we have not forgiven. I want you to understand that is the way that the enemy comes in. And then God had already said about it in his word that it would be mother against daughter, mother against daughter-in-law, mothers against um, sisters. These things that God said would happen. But I want to tell you this as well. A lot of times what has happened through the generation, we'll go to the doctor. And they said we've been diagnosed with this. And we just readily accept it because of the fact what happened in my But let me tell you how the enemy is so trickery. This is what he does. He comes in, you at the doctor, and then they ask you these questions. They say, well, is there anybody in your family has ever had breast cancer? That's the first trick right there. Then say, well, if somebody in your family has had breast cancer, then there's a good chance that you may get. See, there's something already being spoken over your life. And God has not said that. I don't care what has happened before. God has given you, you don't have to live the same life. Your mama, your sister, your baby, doesn't matter. 
me get it to. It doesn't matter about that. You live the life that God has given you. And what you have to do is renounce that thing. If you don't understand the renounce means, it says family declare one's abandonment. Refuse to recognize or abide by it in the longer. Declare that one will no longer engage or support. That means that you will no longer do this anymore. It says that I will not accept because of my mama had breast cancer, my sister had breast cancer, my brother or anybody, my auntie, and my family had breast cancer. That is, you do not have to accept that into your life. And that's what the doctor does. He comes in and he says those things because somebody else has it, you have it, and you got a good chance to get out of the right there. Let me tell you some pain over yourself before you come in here because every diagnosis is not from God. Every diagnosis has not been seen or this thing that they call a metagram and all of that. That's a metagram that the internet has sent out and sent into the world making people think that they got to accept the thing that is breast cancer and then we're going to celebrate it. Who celebrates a disease? Who celebrates the rest of sin? Who celebrates evil spirits? We are sitting with our eyes wide open, but we are blind. Take the scales off your eyes. Let God see you and expose this thing for what it is. Why do you have to accept that? You don't have to accept what you see. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You do not have to accept that thing. God has given us life and given it to us more abundantly in the name of Jesus. And let me see what breath caps are doing. That's it, man. That's it. When you go to heaven and get this done and get that test done, instead of going to the Father, God, heal me. Instead of getting a test that, just speaking to it and say, God, heal me. And breast cancer hard to say. A lot of times people don't even know they got breast cancer until it's too late. And, 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 and you know it's a disease and it's a spirit because it becomes manipulative. It starts changing its way about things. It starts looking different. That's why sometimes you have to, to remove the other breast or then somebody that have breast augmentation because all of it is from an evil spirit. It is not of God. And God does not want us to accept this thing. God does not want us to say, well, because of this that I have to accept it. That is not God's will and it's not his way. In the name of Jesus, the body without the spirit is dead. It's the spirit that keeps the human body alive. The spirit gives us breath and life. The same is true for the diseases. It's, it's an invisible but it is a human spirit makes the human body alive, that evil spirit keeps the disease alive. Anytime that we still engage in this evil spirit with the evil thoughts thinking about this disease, it's keeping that spirit alive. And what we don't understand is every time we sit up there and maybe we may have lost one breath, amen, hallelujah, the God is still the healer, and we have not us for deliverance, and we have not been healed from that, and cast that demon spirit, then it's going to take the other breath. And then after that, they remove that, and then in some cases, then it goes all over the body, and then when it gets all over the body, it takes us up and out of here. Instead of relaxing that thing, and saying that I will not accept this, that God is my healer, that God has made me completely healed, it's 
Jesus. Now, a lot of times we don't do that. We have been telling to just accept it. Well, because of this happened and because of that. Maybe I'm drunk, I was exposed to a chemical. Okay, so I, there's a chance that I'm in. No, you don't have to accept that. Let me tell you what God said. He watches over his children. Amen. It's true that God watches over his children in the name of Jesus. So there we go. We have to cast this, this demonic spirit back to the person there from which it came. And we all cast it there and cast it back to the person there and tell it where to go. It will remain. And then we have to speak over our future. We have to speak over our future generation. And you say to yourself, God's going to stop here. And we don't even have to say it stops here. In the name of Jesus, I will be you and send you back to the pits of hell. And I am here because the strength I am here in Jesus' name. God watches over his, his children. And then after we do that, we release healing in the name of Jesus. We need healing in your body. We need healing in the future in the name of Jesus. In every generation, you release healing in the name of Jesus. Because the enemy comes back to kill, steal, and destroy. But God came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. If you want abundantly, life God said that he will definitely give it to you. Amen. I get so tired about seeing these things. Hallelujah. We don't even know what we're doing. We don't even know that we're celebrating this. It is the evil spirit. God, I ask you to open up our eyes and our understanding of this because we are not supposed to celebrate an evil spirit. In the name of Jesus, in Deuteronomy, it tells us about things concerning evil spirits and things like that in the name of Jesus. And God wants us to be aware. There are some things that God has told us in Deuteronomy about being obedient and then also walking in disobedience. And God does not want us to walk in disobedience, there is a penalty for walking in disobedience, and also there is reward for walking in, in obedience. And Deuteronomy 20, Hallelujah 28, tells us about walking in disobedience. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. The 20th chapter, he says, The Lord will send curses on you. Hallelujah. The Lord will send on you curses, confusion, and rebuke in everything you put your hand to until you are destroyed and come to sudden ruin because of the evil you have done and forsaken him. The Lord will plague you with diseases until he has destroyed you from the land you are entering to possess. The Lord will strike you with wasted disease, with fever and inflammation, with scorching heat and drought, with blood and mildew, which will plague you until you perish. The sky over your head will be blown. The ground beneath Hallelujah, you earn. The Lord will turn the rain of your country into dust. Amen, God, and powder. It will come down from the skies until you are destroyed. God is letting you know because of disobedience, these are the curses that are coming to burn your life. Amen, and God will not, God will not, you said if you're walking in disobedience, these are the things that's going to happen to you. And God is calling you to something good. And God is telling you to be obedient, be obedient. Right away that you got to lose. Amen, lose your life so you can get the temptation that's a fantasy. Sometimes you got to 
you to walk in obedience. Understand in these last and evil days that God said he will pour out his spirit upon all things, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. They talk about the dream. And I can go on the Lord, but I want you to understand. See, because God is pouring out his spirit upon all things, the enemy is trying to take us out. This thing about death let's not celebrate it. Let's talk about what God is doing in the earth, that he will remove breath cancer. We are looking for no cure. We already know who the cure is, and that is God. He is the healer. That's why he sent Jesus Christ, the devil of the cross where I sin. Why do we accept what man has said? Why do we go along with the Lord? God is saying, I don't want you to understand that I'm doing something greater in this earth. I want you to understand, don't celebrate an evil spirit, because it's a demonic spirit sent in the pits of hell, and it's trying to destroy our women in the name of Jesus, trying to make them sick so they won't be able to bear children, trying to make them sick so they won't be wired, trying to make them sick so they won't be in a right mind, but God has called us unto peace, he's called us unto salvation, and I want you to understand, God is a plan for our life, renounce everything that has been set over your life, that has been spoken in your life. You do not have to accept that castle just because your mama had, your sister had, and teach the ones that are near you and those that are close to you that they do not have to accept it. Tell them to send that spirit back. Every time you go to the doctor and the doctor is giving you a report saying this and saying that, renounce it in the name of Jesus. You do not have to accept that. What did God say? He said, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when God made us, he made us complete. In the name of Jesus, he didn't make us to accept what the enemy tried to put before us. We do not have to accept it. And we're not going to accept it. In the name of Jesus, we believe that we're part of the Lord. That's, that's us. That's the says, we repent. Well, you believe in Isaiah. So we shall believe that the part of the Lord. We will probably believe that the part that God has given me that I am here. And Jesus said, I'm not going to believe the report about this breast cancer. Please be aware of what they're doing. And when awareness comes about, when I'm talking about being aware, what they're telling you is that this is what you have to do in order to get rid of breast cancer. Have mammograms early. Check yourself daily and all these things like that. And, and, and get a history of somebody that has. But see, that's a lineage from the enemy with the evil spirit. Because, and you start talking to him, and you know so and so had it, so you know there's a possibility. And then that's why you're feeling sick because of this and that. And it disguises itself. And because we accept it, we let it in because we hear it in our eyes. I mean, in our We see it in our eyes. Because we see all these times of celebrating death cancer, and then we hear in our ears somebody telling us because somebody else had and all this stuff like that, and then we sit up here and we put it in our thoughts and we turn it on it, thinking it is us, and then we accept it. We may not do that. No, do not say that. You do not have it in the name of Jesus. You have what God said, and you have to walk with God said. You have to make your agenda, hallelujah, and, hallelujah, fall in line with God said. If God's agenda is set, you are here, then you claim your healing in Jesus' name. Do not accept this thing about this breast cancer. Do not 
accept it and do not celebrate it. That's the awareness. But I'm going to expose this right now. When they're still there talking about this thing about breast cancer, I'm going to expose it right now for what it is. It is not of God. It is not of God. It is an evil spirit that has been sent into the earth to destroy people when they're young. And if you watch it, it'll sit up there and wait till you get a certain age and it'll try to destroy you in the name of Jesus. But God said it shall not be in Jesus' name that he came that we may be healed in Jesus' name. And we will be healed in Jesus' name. You are healed in Jesus' name. But the saying that says, let me do it, I say it's already done because his word said, let me give it back to you in the name of Jesus, what he said in his word, Isaiah, amen, God, in the name of Jesus, the 53rd chapter, starting at the fourth verse and the fifth verse, surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. I want you to understand what Jesus did, and there's nothing to you to understand that it was God that did. It had nothing to do with that. He did this for us, amen. He said he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Hallelujah. Yet we consider him stricken by God. We figure that God will put all this on Jesus and all of this, hallelujah, smitten by him and afflicted. See, God did that for us. We made our redeemer live. God did that just for us. Amen. Glory be to God. Neither would have understood that he was pure. For our transgression, basically still spirits for our sins, amen. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. That's what he said. By his stripes we are healed in Jesus' name. So let's open up our hearts and our minds to understand what God is saying in his last and evil day. Don't accept this disease of breast cancer. Don't celebrate it anymore. When you come together, come together man, that God is a healer. When you come together, you come together celebrating God, what he has done in your life. You tell me you are breast cancer survivor. No, you are healed by the blood of the Lamb. You need to change you are blood cancer survivor and say, I am healed. Amen. Glory be to God. To survive something is like you got to make from something. To be healed is to be made complete and whole. That's the difference. And if you don't cast that other evil spirit out, that other infirmity, it will attack your other parts of your body. Get rid of it. Ain't no need to hold it. Ain't no need to keep saying and confessing these things about this thing if you accept it. I'm exposing this. Change your heart and your mind about this thing. The scales are on your eyes. The idiots came and put a scale on your eyes. There's a program that we do, hallelujah, called the Look Good, Feel Better program. And I want you to understand these women coming in there with faith, believing God. Some of them may be a little depressed. Some of them may not be feeling that good about because the enemy has come into their thoughts and their mind looking at this, this chemotherapy to kill, kill it. And it is not the cure. It is not a disease that can be cured by medicine. God is the healer. And 
an exceptional one for those women who are living in shelters and are low on resources to buy things such as personal items and a decent purse. Let me tell you, these things are not something that you would be throwing away. They're they're even better than a goodwill donation. A lot of them are brand new, never been used, still have tags on them. Some of them have name brand names, designer names, things that you never expect. Some of them are country, some of them are leather. Whatever it is, we have the purses and we're donating them full of goodies. That's right. Marilyn A. Scott came up with this. She's from the Storm Talk 365 Podcast Network right there on Spreaker.com. Ms. B, that's right, Storm Talk 365 has a lot of podcasts. But Marilyn A. Scott has her podcast coming on every Saturday. That's right, every Saturday. She's getting ready to come on at 11 a.m. East Coast time called You Matter with Marilyn. That's 11 a.m. She's going to be doing a replay because she's here with me live podcasting from Push Faith House right here in Whitefield, Virginia. So also today on Everything You Need to Know is Ms. B, I will be playing a podcast from her episodes right there from Storm Talk 365, You Matter with Marilyn. For those of you who are not playing her original debut episode, so you can understand why she's doing what she does. You Matter with Marilyn tells you all about how you can be motivated to love yourself, to care about yourself, to do things holistically. She's also going to talk to you on some of her episodes of what it takes to be a caregiver and how hard it is and how people who have the personalities of caregivers usually forget to take care of themselves. And that's what Marilyn Scott does right here, both on the poetsoutlimits.com, everything you need to know of Miss B. She has a Minute with Marilyn episode with me on Saturdays. That's right, every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, you will hear something from Marilyn to motivate you. If not, you have a whole 30 to 45-minute episode right there on the speaker.com platform, Storm Talk 365, You Matter with Marilyn. Go to Spreaker.com and type in You Matter with Marilyn, and you will get a full episode of her encouraging and motivational, I guess you could say, tidbits. Um, let me tell you something, and she has really, really, really helped me a lot uh, with her motivation. But that being said, the day before Mother's Day, we want to encourage you, encourage you, whatever it takes to take care of yourself, please do that. If you're listening to this live, I really appreciate it. If you're in the area, we're about uh, 15 minutes from the Waverly, Virginia area, going east down 460. If you're familiar with that area, Waverly recently had some devastating storms. And if you know that area, then we're about 10 or 15 minutes up the road east toward 460. And when you get to the first main red light in the city, turn left, and you'll see Push Faith House right there on the left. That's 202 Main Street right there in Wakefield, Virginia. So there you have it. We've talked about breast cancer awareness. And Minister Shirley Brown went the spiritual route. She's saying, listen, people, if you are a faith-based person, you need to understand that we have the power and authority to speak into our lives. If you are not a faith-based person, you still have the power and the authority to decide what you want to allow to happen in your life. Study to sow your own self-approved. Study about how important it is to have your mind control what happens to you. I didn't know anything about faith at the time, being able to control things like that. Until I took Lamaze class with my first child, I wanted so much to have a natural childbirth, but I didn't understand what they were telling me. As a nurse for over 40 years, it has helped me to understand that the mind is an intricate part of what happens to our health. 
even if you don't have faith, I would love to say that we all will believe in the same, but we're not. That's not how we are, have chosen. I am a follower of Jesus Christ, and the ministers on Storm Talk 365 are. And if you happen to listen to our podcast, you would provide here on the Poets Without Limits. We're not so much faith-based, but we are encouraging you to grow spiritually and to enhance your human development and to provide you with knowledge and information that you would not normally take the time to listen to. So what Shirley Brown, Minister Shirley Brown, has introduced you to is the fact that just because they say they say you're supposed to have cancer, it doesn't mean that you have to have it. If we could convince ourselves, that's right, I have to use that word because, again, never everybody's faith-based, but when I was in a Lamaze class, they taught me how to control my breathing and to control my pain, and I didn't understand that through scriptures, but in the natural realm, it works. You take a deep breath and say, oh, this doesn't hurt. Even if I stop my toe, I can take a deep breath, change my train of thought, and shake it off. You really have the power to shake it off. We have a lot of power that has been given to us through our creator. And, again, whether you believe the way we believe or not, you still have that power within yourself. We prefer that you do everything through Jesus Christ, but that is not our call. What we want you to do is to understand cancer has no control over you. You have control over everything that happens to you, but it comes through discipline. It comes through knowledge. It comes through faith. And, of course, as a nurse for over 40 years, I recommend highly that you do seek medical attention. But in addition to the medical attention, it is your faith that is going to activate everything that happens to you. So on the day before Mother's Day, my mother, she is no longer with me. She started out with breast cancer and it metastasized to her lungs. I've lost several family members to this disease. I'm not saying they didn't have faith. I'm saying at the time that things happened, they happened for a reason. And also, let me just reiterate, when it is really your time, no matter amount of faith or declaring or decreeing or anything is going to stop that. But what we want you to do is to get you to understand you don't have to accept what other people say. You don't have to accept that you have to have cancer because your great uncle on your mother's side down three streets ago, I'm just saying you don't have to accept it. You know, you can fight it. And also, Marilyn also talks about great dietary tips and how to eat healthy. And, and a lot of things encourage the growth of these diseases in your body. So we're going to be having a whole lot of discussions on everything you need to know is be on the health line. I'm going to bring that up later. But right now, we're right here at the Push Faith House. Faith House Ministry is a shelter for, um, it takes families, as a matter of fact. It takes families. It takes individuals. They also have a beauty barber school to help people train. There's a lot of benefits to that. So please look her up on Facebook under Push Faith House Ministries. And also she's giving you all of her contact information. I will be talking to Minister Shirley Brown shortly. But right now I want to really appreciate you listening, and I pray that you get something from this. And also Dr. Marilyn Scott is going to give us her word of encouragement before we leave today. But right now, everybody's getting our event starts promptly at 1 p.m. Ms. B will be broadcasting live through Facebook Live as well as Periscope at the event from 1 to 4 to give you an inside view of what's going on. So thank you so much. I pray that you get everything that you need from this broadcast. And right now, what we're going to do is we're going to play something from Marilyn A. Scott. That's right. Marilyn A. Scott is going to tell you all about who she is, why she decided to podcast, and then I'm going to come back, and maybe then I'll be able to talk to Minister Shirley Brown about why she chose to tell you about breast cancer awareness, and then we'll close the show out with 
another one of her broadcasts. But for right now, the next voice you hear, if I have this right, should be um, from Marilyn Scott. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Gratitude and joy. That's right. Gratitude and joy. The next voice you hear will be from Marilyn A. Scott from Storm Talk 365, You Matter with Marilyn. Stay tuned. Be right back. Good morning, everybody who matters in the world. Welcome to You Matter with Marilyn on this beautiful Saturday morning. How is everybody today? I'm telling you, I have had a great, great week. My youngest daughter, my baby, she probably doesn't like to call her baby, had her first child this week. A little boy, six pounds, eight ounces, and he was born at home. I give her a lot of credit, boy. She must have a really good tolerance of pain. I wasn't there, but my thoughts and prayers were there. God was there, and uh, I went and saw the baby yesterday. He is absolutely beautiful. I am just so grateful and, and just Give them, give my son-in-law and my daughter and the midwife a lot of kudos for getting in there and delivering that baby in 10 hours. Can you imagine that, Miss Bonita? Having a baby in 10 hours, I never was that lucky. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more like a 22, 24-hour type gal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too, me too. I was just so proud of her, and I, I'm just so grateful and one of the things that I really want to talk to you about today is gratitude and being grateful and not letting people steal your joy. That is so important. You guys matter so much to me, and I just want you guys to sit down, close your eyes, and just think about the gratifying things that happened to you this week, how grateful you've been how much joy that you have not only experienced yourself, but that you have given to others. Because when you give joy to others, that can just makes the world a difference to them. Don't you agree, Miss Kay? Yes. I mean, I just was talking to someone else about joy, the joy of the Lord, happiness, um, contentment. It's not only about how they feel, but how you feel when you, you, you present that opportunity for them to have joy as well. You know, when I'm talking about joy, it's just giving goosebumps to me today, to be perfectly honest with you, because joy is the simplest form of gratitude. And I want everybody to be happy and joyful no matter what's going on in your life. We all have stuff going on in our lives. Don't don't deny it. Every single one of us do. We all have stuff. We all have these bumps in the road that we have to crawl over, move through, however we do it, but to find a way that sometimes these bumps in the road are real teaching experiences for us, and it teaches us how to get through and how to move through certain situations. Feeling grateful and not expressing it, though, is like giving, having a present and not giving it to somebody. You know, I always want to tell people when I come in contact with them, either through Facebook or through social media or I really like to talk to people on the phone, just texting and stuff. I'm not crazy about that. I'm not crazy about people call, um, emailing me and saying, 
Oh, well, give me a couple dates that we can get together for lunch. No, I want to talk on the phone. Number one, doing that takes too much. Talk to me on the phone. It takes five minutes. Let's schedule something. Let's get something going so I can be grateful and go on with the rest of my day. And that's what I really like to do, um, to get on with my day so I can move through the bumps in the road, the things that are happening. When my daughter was in labor a couple days ago, I didn't hear from her for hours, and I wasn't there. She doesn't live too far. She lives in the sand. So, you know, but not hearing from her, it's like, okay, this is the time when I really had to turn everything over to God, everything. And sometimes when I turn things over to God, I want to take them back. And I've got to remember not to do that. And the more times when I give things to God for him to take care of and don't take them back, the more grateful I am that he is taking care of all those things. Because I, then I can move on to other things. I can do things that I want to do, that I enjoy doing, like playing Legos with my grandson, Jacob, on the floor this morning. We played Legos for a couple hours this morning. I wasn't getting anything else done, but this, this is an experience that he'll always remember. That grandma spent time to play Legos with him. That grandma spent time to read to him or to sing to him. And we do a lot of singing when he and I are together. Or we dance together. Or we kick the ball around in the living room. Yeah, I have a beach ball for him. And we do kick it around in the living room. And it's a lot of fun. And I love spending time with him. And people need to to understand that spending time with somebody even though you might feel you're not getting something done that you should be getting done, is something that is really important to that person. And making that person feel important is so, so, such a magnanimous thing for you to do, and it's such a giving thing. Giving to people and touching the heart and life of a person or two people or several people every day, that, is, that, that makes my day when I do that. Absolutely makes my day. And I love to make people feel happy. I love it when I go to the grocery store and find somebody who's checking out, checking groceries out, and they're not having a good day. I love to go up and just make a smile. You know, and when you do that, it makes you feel so much better. I am grateful that I can be that happy to have somebody else enlighten somebody else on how to make them feel happy. Even if it's for a nanosecond, for just a second, um, it's just it's just so important to me. It's important that it's important for me to make people feel happy. I don't know why. Maybe because such I'm such a giving person, and I just like to do things for people. That giving them joy and giving them peace and letting them know that they matter. That you guys really, really matter. You guys are important. Every day that I get up, and I'm not a morning person, and I've told you guys that before, and every day when I get up in the morning, if I can make somebody's day, that makes me the happiest person in the world. It really does. Um, I don't care if I don't get anything else done. But making somebody happy, helping somebody put their groceries in their car if they're having problems. I've been in the grocery store before with this people, these little ladies who are vertically challenged, I'm vertically challenged too, and I guess when I get older, I'll be more vertically challenged, Um, getting something off the top shelf for them. I've done that before. I did that a couple days ago. It just made me feel so good. It just just makes my day. Um, I like to have, I like to have jobs that move into joy. You know, that makes me happy. You working on my vision board. I love working on my vision board and looking at what's going to make me happy, what's going to make 
my kids happy? What's going to make my husband happy? What's going to make my friends happy when I put something on Facebook? And I hope some of the things I put on Facebook do make them happy. Um, my mother, who is not on Facebook, has said a lot of her friends have looked at my Facebook page and said um, how the inspirational um, posts that I put on Facebook or the natural packages that I put on Facebook, how to eat well, that coconut oil is so phenomenal, or eating almonds is great protein or whatever. And um, I just, I just like to do things like that. And I want to, I want to relay that to people that making other people happy will make you happy, will make you full of gratitude. And um, it's gratitude is the sweetest feeling in life. You know, if you have gratitude in your heart, there will be tremendous sweetness in your eyes. You'll find ways to make people happy. I try to go out of my way when I'm out out and about, and sometimes I don't get out and about too much because of the cold weather, and I don't like to take Jacob out too much. But um, so I try to do it on Facebook, or I try to I, I'll give somebody a call, I'll call somebody on the phone and just tell them how much I appreciate them, or I'll text them and tell them how much, you know, how how great a day that I've known that they had, either through their Facebook page or through hearing from somebody else. Um, there's always something to be thankful for. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to dig deep when you've had a really bad day and people say, well, Marilyn, you'd probably never have a bad day. Oh, yeah, I have bad days. i got to admit, I have bad days. There's days when, you know, the devil's rising up and trying to take my joy away. And, um, you know, Joyce Meyer, who is a great Bible teacher and evangelical, she has a great ministry. She always has said, new level, new devil, and when you start moving up, you know, the devil's going to try to steal your joy, and I don't, I don't want anybody to steal my joy. I've even, um, you know, purged people from my Facebook page because of them stealing joy, either through their posts or, you know, through some of the things that they say or if they're depressed. It's like, I, I don't need that. I don't need to hear that. I will pray for them. I will pray for them a whole lot. I will pray for everybody. But don't steal my joy because sometimes it can catch you by the back. It can, you know, pinch you in the in the back and all of a sudden you realize that, you know, you're down and out and you're not having a good day and and um, your, or your finances aren't going well or, you know, you don't have enough food in the house or there's too much month left over for the paycheck. And these things can, with the economy right now, these things can creep up on people. And I want you to realize that, Look at it at the bright side and just turn it over to God. Don't worry about it. Let me tell you something about worry. If you've got it under control, you don't need to worry about it because you've got it under control. And if you don't have it under control, like your age or the fact that it might be snowing later today or something like that, don't worry about it because you just got to play the cards that you're dealt. And if you don't have it under control because you can't control it, there's nothing to worry about. So there, I've thrown worry out the window. What do you think about that, Miss B? That's pretty cool, huh? I like it when you said put it on a plane and let it fly away. What, how do you put that, Marilyn? What do you oh, 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 yeah. When I teach meditation classes, I love to teach some more meditation classes. When you've got troubles and worries and everything and you want to just close your eyes, give yourself, give yourself 10 minutes. You all deserve 10 minutes a day to close your eyes 
and all those worries and cares and problems that are going on, put them in a jet and send them off. And if they keep coming back, put them in a jet and send them off again because eventually they're going to be sent off and they're not going to be coming back. And those worries and cares and people that are bothering you and, and other issues that you're having, you won't have those issues anymore because they're gone. They're gone out of your mind. They're gone out of your head. And a lot of times they're gone off your desk too, which isn't that a wonderful thing to think about. You know, um, I just want to say every time you come on, you touch me personally. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, running Storm Talk 365 is absolutely a joy. But there are times when the new devil brings new levels. And you just reminded me, there's nothing he can do to me unless I allow it. So I'm now putting those cares on that plane and shooting them to infinity. Um, I told you, every Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, you round out our week of ministry with something calm and inspirational. And so I want to thank you for that word. Um, You just brought joy to me. And knowing that you are doing that to so many others globally, because we are a global network, it is very important for me to give you the high five, the kudos, and the thank you, Lord, hallelujah, praise that you deserve, because, Marilyn, you never thought about having your own podcasting ministry, and here you are, a doctor in holistic medicine with all kinds of accolades under your belt, and you have humbled yourself to come on the radio and be transparent to the globe. I just want to let you know that I'm not the only life that you've touched with your words of wisdom, so I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the rest of the ride for the next 15 minutes, and thank you. Oh, girlfriend, you are just, you're just real special in my life. And everybody at Storm 365 is very special in my life. And I haven't met all of you personally, but I've spoken, so to speak, on Facebook to most of you and read your posts. And normally when I see things that um, other people have posted from 365, I make sure that they either like it or comment it or make them welcome. For the new people that come in, I always try to welcome them. And I've been really trying to limit my time on Facebook because social media can be such a time sucker to the point where you think you've been on there for 20 minutes and you've been on there two hours. And I'm just as guilty as anybody else. So I've been really trying to set a timer. And if you... If your time and your space matters to you, my suggestion is when you get on the computer, no matter what you're doing, you're writing, you're emailing, whatever you're doing, set a timer because if you don't, half your day is going to be gone. I think the reason why my dad never wanted a computer is because one day when computers first came out and he was visiting my sister and and brother-in-law, my brother-in-law was showing him some different things you could do on the computer, and my dad said to me, my God, by the time we were done, it was three and a half hours later. And I thought we had been on there for like 30 minutes. And I think that's what really turned him off about getting a computer. He never had a computer. My mom doesn't have a computer. And because he realized how much of a time sucker it is. And once you get, once you use that time, and I've said this before, people, I hate to be redundant, but I want to remind you, once that time has been used, it's gone. It's spent, 
you can't get it back. Try to use your time wisely. So when you're on the computer, put a timer on. Get your kitchen self a kitchen timer and put a timer on for 30 minutes. And what you get done in that 30 minutes, then turn it off and go find something else to do. Go read a book. Go find a craft that you want to do. Work on your vision board. I did some sewing yesterday for my daughter that I told her that I would get done before I went down and to see her and the baby. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get some, some what we call in the, in the knitting world UFOs, unfinished objects. And I've been trying to get a bunch of those done because I want to get them done. Why do I want to get them done? Because a lot of these are scarves and hats, and I want to give them to the people who need them. Because I've got a scarf and I have a hat, and I want to give them to the people who we are calling now with limited resources. That is that is so important to me because of the I, I'm just so I'm just so moved to be helping people who don't have. You know, we're all like Miss Bonita has said before, we are all one paycheck away from not having a roof over our head and people have to realize that we could lose what we have in a nanosecond and we have to be careful with our finances. And I'm really working on being careful with my finances now. So when I don't go out and, and don't take the baby out with me and everything, it's like I'm staying home and I look at it this way, I'm not spending any money. But what I'm doing is I'm working on my book called Nurturing the Caregiver Soul. I'm finishing the edits on that. And I'm working on my knitting and I'm playing with my grandson. And there is to me, if I don't get anything else done the rest of the day, that I have gotten a lot of a lot done because I look at it this way. Once I get my feet on the floor and take my shower, the rest of my day's downhill. And I have trouble sometimes getting up. Now last night I went to bed early and I ran out of sleep. I'm not a fan of running out of sleep. I'm not a fan of having to wake up at 6.30 in the morning and, oh, my God, I'm wide awake. I'm wide awake. But you know something? I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I got a good night's sleep. I feel grateful that I feel rested. I'm not happy that I'm getting up before the sun gets up. But having said that, I get up and it's like time to, time to take on the day, time to get motivated and time to get moving. Because before you know it, the rest of the day, it, it's gone. And time, I have found the older I get, the faster time goes. And I don't know if anybody else has found that, but time really flies when you're getting older. And uh, so, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the things that I can do. I'm grateful that I can walk. You know, um, I'm grateful that my feet don't hurt. I'm, I'm grateful that I can move my arms because there's people that can't. So it's the little things that I am grateful for. And you've got to realize the little things to be grateful for, that you have a roof over your head, you got clothes on your back, you got food in your belly, you got food in the refrigerator, in the pantry, you got gas in your car, you know, your car is running. Be thankful for those things. You take all that for granted, that you have heat in the house, you have electricity. But what happens when the electricity goes out? What happens when we all lose electricity? We flip out. Oh, we can't do this. We can't do that. Then you realize we really are grateful for electricity. I'm grateful that the lights are on. I'm grateful that I have running water. Years ago, I went to Costa Rica. I spent almost, I spent over a month in Costa Rica, in the jungles of Costa Rica. Now, let me tell you something. That was totally out of my element. When you are using batteries and flashlights for light, and if you don't turn the solar panel on the, the farmhouse, 
you won't get electricity that day, you have no refrigeration, you have cold running water, but you don't have hot running water, and sometimes you have no running water, and you have to find a rock to wash your clothes, let me tell you, that is really being out of my element. And I lived like that for a while. And because I was working with a missionary at her, at her, um, at her um, place that she had to help people. She had a clinic there, and it was out in the jungle. Talk about being out of your element. Let me tell you, I appreciate everything that I have because for that length of time, I did not have it. And when you don't have it, when you come back and then you finally get it, you really realize that you are very blessed. We are very blessed in the United States, each and every one of us. We should be very happy for what we have because each day I am thankful for the nights that turn into morning. My friends that turn into family. My dreams that turn into reality and the light that turn into love. And I want to let everybody know how much I not only like them, but how much I love them and how much every single one of you matter in my life. Even if I haven't met you, I know you because I've been there and I know what it's like. I know what it's like not to have. I know what it's like to have. And I'm grateful for my friends, for my family, for my granddogs. I have two wonderful granddogs. I love them both, but I like to visit them because I really don't want the, the responsibility of having a pet. So I go borrow pets. I go borrow my friend's dogs if I need a dog fix. But I'm very grateful for them. And I'm grateful for everything that is going on in my life right now. I'm grateful for Storm 365. I am so grateful for Shirley Brown and her Push Faith House and for Tasha Fry and her Romans um, project. I'm so grateful for them because we're going to get the word out and I want you guys to know that if you have anything that you don't want that you feel that somebody else could use, please let me know either Facebook me or send me a message, private message me. We'll get it from you. Um, right now I've been doing a six-month rule. If I haven't worn it or used it in six months, I'm, I'm giving it away. Because if I haven't used it in six months, I'm not going to be using it. I used it as a 12-month rule, but my closet got too, too – um, it was too crowded in my closet. And I finally looked today and it's like, gosh, ah, it's taken me a while to unload some stuff in my closet. But – my closet and my clothes are feeling much happier now since they're not squinched up against one another. So um, just want to let you all know it's time for you to find some joy. Be grateful. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, just do, do the most beautiful thing that you can for a loved one. This weekend is Valentine's Day weekend, ladies and gentlemen. So do something for your loved one. Tell them how much you care. Tell them how much they matter. And be kind to one another and love one another. And just remember, you all matter. And you all have a joyful, joyful week. And we'll see you next week. Have a great one. Thank you, Miss B.
You're welcome. Thank you, Marilyn. Okay, everybody, there you have it. That is Marilyn. You matter. I'm right here on Storm Talk 365. See you next Saturday, 11 a.m. East Coast time. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. I'm so excited. Have a great weekend. Okay. Well, there you have it. You Matter with Marilyn has given you, even though today is the day before Mother's Day, she was talking to you right there live on the Valentine's Day weekend, but she's telling you to be grateful for everything that you have. She's letting you know that don't take life for granted because she always says, except for one paycheck, we're just one paycheck away from being without. So that being said, thank you, Marilyn, for your words of wisdom. We're right here live at the Push Faith House Ministries shelter for the homeless right here in Wakefield, Virginia. And I believe, guess what? I believe we have Miss Marilyn A. Scott with us. Are you there, Marilyn? Oh, good morning, good morning, good morning on this beautiful Saturday morning. How are you, Miss B? Miss B, it's just just wonderful. I'm so glad to be here with you live at the Push Faith House Ministries. Marilyn, we have to give you a hand clap because this is your brainchild. You came up with this idea, and I want the listeners to know right from you, what gave you this idea, and how is it going? Gave me this idea. God said, give away. You need to help other people that don't have, and that's what I did. I called out to a lot of my friends, my Facebook friends, people I didn't even know, and people donated purses and toiletries and just, it was amazing. And I spent hours putting all this together to stuff all these purses. I love purses. I love to stuff them and give them to other people. I do the six-month rule. If I haven't used it in six months, I'm giving it away. And that's the way, I, that's the way I'm doing it. And it's cleaning up my house, which is just way cool. Absolutely cool. So, you know, you have to be grateful for what you have, and if you're not using it, give it to somebody else because they surely can use it. And that's why we're here today at Push Faith House, and we are having a Mother's Celebration, Mother's Day Celebration, to celebrate all the moms that are coming here and giving them gifts and letting them know that they matter because they matter with Maryland. Well, then there you have it, Miss Marilyn A. Scott. This is her brainchild. She's just giving you her words of motivation. Marilyn, before you go, I know we talked about gratitude and joy, but do you have a one minute for the Mother's Day celebration? Just one word of wisdom, quick blowout for the family. Just love your mom. Just love her. She has probably gone out of her way. I didn't realize what my mom did until I had kids of my own. Never realize that, ever. And be grateful and love your mom because you only got one mom. And there's a lot of people whose moms are in heaven. And even though they're in heaven, they're still watching over you. They'll always be with you. So remember that. Love your mom because you only got one, and it's wonderful to have your mom. Be grateful. Well, all right, then. Thank you so much, Shirley. I I mean, Shirley. (laughs) I got so many people around me. Thank you so much, Marilyn, for that. And, yes, we need to love our moms. And please join us right here. Marilyn is going to um, be playing a replay. As a matter of fact, 1121 a.m., please go to Storm Talk 365 
at the speaker.com platform if you want to hear from Marilyn. She has a podcast every Saturday morning, 11 a.m. East Coast time, called You Matter with Marilyn. If you want more from her, you still have time to catch her broadcast. That's 11 a.m. East Coast time. Spreaker.com, type in You Matter with Marilyn and listen to her podcast that comes every Saturday morning, 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. East Coast time. And now the next voice you hear will be the founder of Foot Page House, Mm-mm. Push Faith House Ministries right here in Wakefield. Are you there, Minister Shirley Brown? I am here. Yes, I am. And I am excited. <laughs> All right, now I can tell. Let me tell you something. This woman wakes up excited. If you ever call her number, <laughs> be ready because even her voicemail is like, yes! <laughs> First time I heard her, I threw the phone like, what the? <laughs> But that's the joy of the Lord. This woman, she has the personality of three different people. She smiles. All, even when she's upset, she's smiling. But that's the true Amen. joy of the Lord. So, Shirley, I'm not going to uh, – we're going to play one more podcast of yours before we end uh, Everything You Need to Know with Ms. B. We have a few minutes. But before we do that, I want you to tell the people why you chose to talk about uh, breast cancer awareness and why you wanted me to play The Promise today. Okay, well, the reason that I wanted to talk about the breast cancer awareness exposed is because um, it seems like these days a lot of times society has taken this um, breast cancer and almost as if they're celebrating it, and it's almost as if that the enemy has played with our minds and um, almost we're accepting this as breast cancer, and um, it seems as if that People don't understand that this is a trick of the enemy. And God was telling me, why do people celebrate this cancer? Why they don't Why don't they celebrate me being the healer in their lives? Even though they talk about me being the healer, but celebrating it. And um, God said, it's it's not anything that we need to celebrate. We just need to focus on the fact that God is the healer. Not so much about the breast cancer, but God being the healer. We we, we spend uh-huh. so much time. We do these walks. We do these talks and stuff concerning this breast cancer. But very rarely do you hear them saying that God healed me. They'll say, I'm a survivor. But they don't say too much about God healing them. God is the only healer. He said, by his stripes, we are healed. He never said that. In medicine, he never said that radiation, he never said that any treatment. <laughs> he said that his stripes, we are healed. And because we know oh God is goodness. being the healer, he's the only healer that does yeah. what he does. Amen. And God is saying, My people perish for lack of knowledge. If they will understand that it's me that's doing it all, instead of celebrating the breast cancer that's coming to our lives, and we can rebuke that spirit, send it back to the pits of hell for which it can. We don't have to accept it. Sometimes we even go into the doctor and they say, do you have a history of this? As soon as you say, well, somebody in our family has it, out of them now, because the power of life and death lies in the tongue, the first thing they say, well, you're susceptible or you're able to get this. And and I'm not going to allow the, any doctor to tell me that that's what I'm going to have because somebody else said, God never told me. Amen. God never told me. He told me that I am the healer <laughs> and he has made me wonderful and wonderfully made me. So I don't have oh, to accept Shirley. that. And, 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 yes, I'm Shirley. sorry. 
Guess, yes. No, guess what? You're just giving them the, the, the podcast all over again. So I, I'm going to move you on because you're preaching again. I, I opened up that door. Y'all, that's what we get. I shouldn't have said that. So i tell you what. What we're going to do, everybody, we're going to let you um, hear the promise, and we're going to close the shot with the promise. And we thank you so much for joining us today on Everything You Need to Know with Ms. B. We're right here at the Push Faith House Ministry Shelter yes. at uh, in Wakefield, Virginia. We're going to be here from 1 p.m. to 4, and we'll be giving out the great purse giveaway. Thanks to Marilyn yes. A. Scott. She's given us purses and everything. So that being said, we have, let's see, it's 31. Okay, in one minute, tell us about the promise. What are they about to hear? The promises, talking about the promises God has given us as children of God. All the promises of God is yes and amen. All right. Well, she did good. I had to give her a time limit on that one. But there you have it, everybody. Please visit Ms. Shirley, Minister Shirley Brown on the Storm Talk platform. All you have to do is go to Spreaker.com and type in Push Faith House Ministries, and you will get her podcast and all of our podcasts, both on the PointsWithoutLimits.com blog talk, are available for download and on-demand listening. So please join us both on Spreaker.com at um, Storm Talk 365 and the next voice you hear will be Minister Shirley Brown, a pre-recorded message on the promise. All right, everybody, have a great day. Love you. See you next Saturday, Lars Willie, on everything you need to know with Ms. B. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Yes, 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 yes. I'm excited again. This is Shirley B. from Push Faith House Ministries. Yes, you have tuned in to listen to me again, and I am so grateful. Know that every time God gives me an opportunity to come before you, I'm very, very grateful. Amen, God. Glory be to God. And I just wanted to say hi to you all on today. All the listeners, amen. Shout out to my homies on today. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. With limited resources. And guess what? You can make it even with limited resources because guess who is our source? God is our source. And there's no limit in him. Hallelujah. We may not always have what we want. We may not always be able to go where we want to, do what we want to do. But you best believe, amen, our source will be our provider. If you trust and believe in him, he'll be right there for you. Amen. Got to give a shout out to G-O-D because he represents very, very well. Hallelujah. He's never let me down. He's never lost the case. He's always been there for me. He said, because I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And you must understand that his word, you can stand on it. Hallelujah. The saying says, you can take that to the bank. That's a guarantee right there. Amen. Glory be to God. So I bless God for that. Thank you for giving yourself the opportunity to get to know God. Thank you for giving yourself the opportunity to rest in him. Thank you for giving God the opportunity even the more to love on you because his love never fails. Amen. His love is great. His love is mighty. Hallelujah, because he's a great God. Amen. From the beginning to the end. And he's a great God. Don't turn your back on him now. Stay focused on the plan. Don't lose hope. Amen. Glory be to God. Stay focused and keep on pushing. Push Faith House Ministries admonishes you on today 
and declare the works of the Lord, that you're going to keep on, amen, that you're going to be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the word of God, because you can stand on that word. I'm telling you, you can stand on that word. I am, hallelujah, glory be to God, confident in knowing this one thing, nothing shall separate me from the love of God, because God loves me unconditionally, and guess what? So does he, amen. God loves you unconditionally, amen, and so do I, amen. So happy that you tuned in again just to listen to some few words of encouragement and just wanted to tell you a little bit what was going on with Push Faith House. Amen. I thank God for Miss B. Amen. Hallelujah. She is such an awesome woman of God. I'm going to always give a shout out to her because she has made this possible for you and I. Amen. What an awesome ministry. What an awesome woman that decided, God, you know what? I'm going to give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. I'm going to use my time and my talents. We're not going to bury them, but we're going to use them as God has given them to us to be used. What an awesome thing to do. And I admonish you, whatever talent that God has given you, whatever gift that God has given you, don't bury it. Use it for the honor and the glory of God because he didn't give it to you, amen, just for you to keep it to yourself. Share with others, amen. Be a blessing to others. You may say, well, how in the world can I be a blessing Hallelujah to others. Tell them your story. Tell them how you made it. Tell them how you're making it. And tell them what your mindset is. I decree and declare on this day that I'm going to push even further. I'm going to keep on going. Nothing will limit me. Nothing will stop me because I serve an awesome God. And with his help, all things are possible. With his his help, help, everything is made great. Amen. Hallelujah. Regardless of what your situation is, understand this. It's working for your good. Understand this. God has a plan for your life. Understand this, that God, hallelujah, is in control. I thank you again, Miss B, for the opportunity. I love you. I love you, Miss B. May God continue to bless you. May God continue to add unto you. May God continue to do abundant in your life. And may God continue to overflow in your life and open up new doors in your life. I declare and decree, and I speak to you right now in the name of Jesus, Miss B. Hallelujah. That God will open up new doors in the name of Jesus. That God will do a new thing in your life in this ministry. Amen. Glory be to God. New ideas, hallelujah, new financing in the name of Jesus, amen, and make it glad, amen, hallelujah, in your life even the more. I want to let you know that I am so happy to be a part of Storm Talk 365, amen, this ministry is going, amen, places that you've never seen, hallelujah, before, because she's doing something that she's never done before, Miss B, and you shall go where you've never gone before. I declare and decree on this day, amen, hallelujah, that God is doing a new thing in your life and in this ministry, amen. Hallelujah. Just wanted to get that out there. God, I come before you as long as I know how to give you praise, honor, and glory. Asking you to forgive us of all our sins in the name of Jesus. God, I just ask you to help us on today like you always do. Amen. In the name of Jesus. But God, before we ask anything, 
We just want to come before you, God, in the name of Jesus, and tell you how wonderful and awesome you are. You are a great God. You are the lover of our souls. You wake us up daily. You give us a new grace and a new mercy, and we love you because you are the great I am. You are our way maker. You are our joy, our peace. You are our everything, Lord, and we love on you. We adore you. We boast in you, and we delight ourselves in you because you are our God. Hallelujah. Everything that we need, we can come to you, and we love you right now. God, I ask you to bless the ones that are listening on today. God, may I say something that you've given me to say. God, let it be an edification, God, in the name of Jesus, for your honor and your glory, God. May it be, hallelujah, heard, God, in the name of Jesus, in the context that you want it to be heard. But more than that, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, Jesus. Have your way in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Move by your spirit in each and everyone's life that's listening, God, in the name of Jesus. Maybe at this time or even at a later time, but God, I ask you to have your way in the name of Jesus, God. And God will be so ever and so careful to give your name, the honor, the glory, and the praise, because without you, amen. In the name of Jesus, it is impossible. But I will tell you this, listening is a promise is a promise. If God has made a promise to you, homies, a promise is a promise. You best know that God is going to reveal everything, and he'll bring everything back to your remembrance. If he made a promise to you, you best believe he's going to be God enough to fulfill it. Because guess what? The God we serve is awesome. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, amen. What I wanted to come before you on today, home, is to tell you about a couple of things that Push Faith House has been involved in here lately. Amen. I'm not sure if you had the opportunity to listen to even um, the news about what happened in the town of Waverly, Virginia. That's maybe about seven minutes from Wakefield, Virginia. Amen. Hallelujah, there was a tornado that came, and three lives was lost in that tornado in the same home. But I want you to know God has a plan. Amen. Hallelujah, glory be to God. I'm telling you what God does, what he does, he does. And I'm not rejoicing in anything. I'm just knowing who God is. Amen. Hallelujah. The one thing that I do know that God has a plan for us, And in this devastation, as people have deemed it necessary because some businesses had to close down, again, some lives were lost, some homes were destroyed. Amen. Glory be to God. But I want you to know that even in that, God is the comforter, even in that. Hallelujah. Sometimes things happen in our lives, homies, and we may not understand it all. Your situation may have been the same as a result of a tornado or a natural disaster that may have came your way. But I want you to know, even in that, God is still in control. Amen. And Waverly, again, there were businesses that had to close down. There were broken glass. There was trees. There was homes that was destroyed. And again, lives that were lost. But again, I want to tell you, God did a great thing in this. Hallelujah. 
because it is appointed unto man to die once. Amen. And I pray, amen, hallelujah, that you make God the God of your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Because no man knows the time. Hallelujah. That he'll be leaving this earth. Amen. To be absent from the body and be present with the Lord. That one thing I know for sure. Hallelujah, what the word says, amen, to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And even though those lives were lost, they're present with the Lord. Now, the town of Waverly has to rebuild and regain and learn how to understand even the more that God is still the God who he said he is, amen. We looked through this situation and we saw different homes, amen, not all homes, but different homes and trees that fell on them. But the efforts to come and help, that's what I'm focusing on, the efforts that were there to help in this time. Let me tell you something. When you see a community coming together, it means so much. There was a church that had some um, things that were done um, to the <clears throat> outside of the building. And what I mean by that, like some windows was busted out. There was some debris. There was some things that was destroyed in this church. But there was an effort to come out. Pastor Green, amen, made an out call to all the churches and all communities. Come on, let's come together. Come on, everybody, let's come together and clean up our community in love. Amen, glory to God. is still giving us the ability to help. And I want you to understand, homies, in this situation, some people that were working every day, amen, lost their homes just like that. Now they have to find a new way to learn and a new way to understand how in the world and I'm Am I going to make it? The same things that we have to do with bed now are in a situation with limited resource. I pray that you will pray for them on today. Amen. Lifting them up in prayer all across America and around the world. Lifting them up in prayer. Because it didn't just happen to Waverly, but I'm just talking about that because it was really, really close to Push Faith House. Amen. So they came out on a Saturday, and I'm going to tell you what was just so awesome to me. They came out there with hands ready to work, amen, from different areas, amen, close by areas and proximity because they said, I see that there is a need and I'm going to help. And I want you to understand because God allowed them to come together in this situation, they will have a new compassion, amen, for people with limited resources. They'll understand even better because sometimes, amen, People don't understand our plight, and I said, ah, because I've been there, and I'm helping as much as I can. I, I I know that God, amen, brought this community together, and in bringing them together, they came and moved all the debris that they could. People were working, so we got to get this back together, amen, and we're doing it in love in the name of Jesus, and I see how God brought 
caught them and draw them together. Because God said, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. And people may not understand why they came out, but because it was the love of God. And God wanted to show them, hallelujah, even in this, hallelujah, I will draw you together to work for the common good, for to help the ones with limited resources now. Amen. Glory be to God. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing that God has done in this community. Amen. Glory be to God. And I just give a shout out to the the town of Waverly, Virginia. I bless God for you all, hallelujah, for coming together and showing others, hallelujah, that when disaster strikes, it's not the end because we can be helpers of one another. That's what God told us to do, not just when disaster strikes, even in a situation that calls us, amen, glory be to God, to have limited resources that are out of our control, such as situations like this, that we can come together and one accord, amen, and we can do the same thing, hallelujah, giving God all the honor, the glory, and the body of Christ, coming together, amen, because God has told us to come together, amen, hallelujah, he said, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together, so let's come together, hallelujah, glory be to God, and that's exactly what they did, even at Push Faith House, amen, and the town of Wakefield, glory be to God, I'm just so full about what God did in this situation. Hallelujah. Push Faith House opened up their homeless shelter, emergency shelter. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God during this time. And we were able to, you know, have beds available. Amen. For anybody that wanted to come because we know that this is an emergency situation and we wanted to be able to help. And we thank God that we were able to do that. And even in that, hallelujah, I just wanted to give a shout out to the the fourth platoon mechanized cavalry. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God for coming and being a blessing to the Push Faith House to help out during the situation at this tornado. They brought food, canned goods, toiletries, um, sanitation, toothbrush, toothpastes, shampoo, soap. I mean, so much in abundance to help, amen, coming together, amen, glory be to God, amen, to help in this situation with limited resources because you can become, anybody can become, amen, glory be to God, unsheltered, amen, can come in an instant and have your resources limited. But I thank God for people that are coming together to help. I just wanted to give a shout out to them. And not only that, we had Miss Marilyn Scott to come out and be a blessing and donating monetary as well as the the four platoon mechanized cavalry coming and donating for a great cause to help amen people with limited resources that are standing to push faith house so donating clothes with Marilyn Scott thank you so much for donating clothes amen glory be to God household items amen glory be to God and not only that Miss Shirley amen 
Amen. Glory be to God. From the city of Suffolk, bringing waters. Amen. Hallelujah. And drinks to help out. Amen. We had such an out pouring, amen, but hallelujah, I admonish you on today, don't wait for a disaster to help, if you see homies, amen, hallelujah, with limited resources, they're unsheltered, they may not have anywhere to stay on that night, they pay taxes as well, amen, glory, we take the left out of homeless, and they pay taxes, they work, they may be staying in a car, they may have children, they may be out out on the street. They may be in abandoned homes. I said, please don't turn your head. Please don't turn your head. Because God said a promise is a promise. God has promised us that he would take care of us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. A promise is a promise. And in this situation, hallelujah, it opened up so many people's eyes and their lives to know that, you know what, I can help, I can do better, I can do more. A promise is a promise. God made us a promise that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So there's always things that we can do to help. I know some of you feel like, well, they're taking advantage of me. There are some people that do that. But when you God said, when you've done it unto the least, you've done it unto me. I want you to understand that this is not the time to turn your back on a family member if they need you. This is not the time to turn your back when you see somebody that is in need. My heart just goes out, and I'm crying out to you on the day because this is a need. Hallelujah. Churches, there's a need that needs to be met. People are hurting. Please don't turn your back on them. A promise is a promise. If it was you, would you want somebody to do you like that? Because it can come in an instant. Hallelujah. God said, when you've done it to the least, you've done it unto me. The 25th chapter of St. Matthew, starting at the 34th verse, it says, when I was hungry, I'm just paraphrasing it, you fed me. When I was naked, you clothed me. When I was sick, hallelujah, you cared for me. When I was in prison, you came to see me. Hallelujah. When I didn't have anywhere to go, when I was unsheltered, you helped me. You brought me into your home. Don't forget about the basics, y'all. There was a movie that came out called Touch. People forget how to touch the lives of others. God has given us talents and abilities. The ones that may have not understood what I'm saying today, just see yourself without what you have. Maybe it'll sink in. See yourself without you have what you have. And see 
who will help you who won't. Be real with yourself. I want you to understand if you've done it to somebody else, God will not forget. And if this situation ever comes your way, there'll be somebody there to help you because you reap what you sow. If you're giving good and helping, it'll come back to you more ways than one. My God, please, please don't turn your ear. I know you may have a family member that has stole from you, that has lied to you, God, that you just say, I'm done with them. I understand. I understand. But if you can't do anything else, get on your knees and pray for them. Call their names out. Forgive them. Not for them, but for you. My God. I just asked you on today to hear what the Spirit is saying. Love, unconditionally, love. God loves you. And if you know that God loves you, hallelujah, you know he'll never leave you nor forsake you. A promise is a promise. He's going to take care of you. He is. And I admonish you, homie, even with your limited resources. If you see someone else in need, and if you can help them, even with your limited resources, help them. God is a promise keeper. He said, I give seed to the sower. So if he is giving you seed, sow it back into the lives of others. Sow the seed that God has given you. Don't stand there with your hands tight. Sow the seed. He's given it to you, and you know what God has told you to do. He's giving you a commandment to sow the seed. He said, I give seed to the sower. He ain't going to give it to you unless you know you're going to sow. That's why he gave it to you. Be a blessing to somebody. Be a blessing to somebody on the day. Be a blessing. It ain't always in the money. Give somebody a hug on the day. You might not even know them. Give them a hug and tell them that you love them and that God loves them. Take them out to eat. Hallelujah. Or you cook something for them. Bring it to them. You ain't got to know them, even if the ones you do know. Do something great today. Ha. It'll make you feel good. The Lord will be pleased with what you're doing. Amen. Hallelujah. But I just wanted to bring you those words on today because it's ministry. God is building his ministry, building his kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I thank you so much for listening to me on today. I got very, very emotional because I've been there. I even had the opportunity to listen at some of the people that have been at Push Faith House, and one young lady just touched my heart, 
Cammie Garrett, she just touched my heart, and I've heard her say the story. She's been at Push Faith House twice, and she's shared the story. But Sunday, for some reason, I just broke down and cried when she said, you know, she uses, Shirley Brown uses everything that she has to help. And I've heard her say that. I don't know why I broke down and cried, but I bless God because it really touched my heart because I've heard it, but I really heard it. You may not feel like that what you get can be a blessing. Use everything that God has given you to be a blessing, whether it be words of encouragement. You may have a jacket or a coat or three or four of them that you're not using. Give them. Shoes, give them. Kangas, give them. Writing tablets, give them. Magazines, give them. Well, you may say, well, what do they need with that? Because there's inspiration that's writing in those magazines, inspiration. It may give them a hope, one day I'm going to get a house like this. There are resources even in the magazine, newspapers. Use everything that he is giving you and bless somebody with it. He's just giving it to you for a little while. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. Stop holding grudges. Stop having your mouth fired up. Stop being mad. Forgive and then help. Share. Share. Share what God is giving you. Amen. Share what he is giving you. Be a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I just had to shout that out to you today because it's time out for that. It's time out for that. Amen. Hallelujah. And and I want you to sit, to understand this. Change your mindset about limited resources because we can be more of a help than we really are being. So those that are being a blessing, amen. Thank you so much. I want you to understand limited resources, my home is are very important to me because I've been there. Two years I was homeless, had businesses and was still homeless. But God allowed me to understand his will in my life. I have a plan for you. I want you to use everything that I've given you to be a blessing. And it's the same thing. Use what you have and bless somebody on today. I love you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening again. This is Shirley B. from Push Faith House Ministries. You are so, so special in my life. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And those of you that may not know God in the part of your sin, get to know them. Get to know them that labor among you. Get to know our God. He is awesome. He is great. Hallelujah. He'll love on you. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross. Know that you are a sinner saved by grace. Acknowledge that you are a sinner. Amen. Hallelujah. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and you are saved. It's just that easy. And God will do the rest. He loves you. 
and so do I. So do I. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm excited again about the awesome move of God in your life. He is a God of expectation, so expect great from him. Pray on today that God will meet your need on today like he continually does. I pray that God will be your comforter. I pray that God will be the lifter of your head. Read your word, amen, the B-I-B-L-E, awesome, awesome words of encouragement and that you can speak it, and it is. So in Jesus' name, amen. I look forward to you for next week, listening again. Amen. I pray that what I've said has been encouraging you on today. And amen. Hallelujah. You can contact me at Push Faith House. Our number there is 757-758-4778. We also have a Push Faith House page on Shirley Brown, on Facebook, amen, hallelujah, you can friend me, amen, and I will accept your friend request, amen, glory be to God, hallelujah, not only that, hallelujah, glory be to God, you can contact me directly, hallelujah, 757-235-6055, amen, hallelujah. I'm also the pastor of St. Matthew's 25th Church, amen, glory be to God, amen, hallelujah. And our number there is 757-707-1631. We are always available to you. We accept donations 24 hours a day at 202 East Main Street, Wakefield, Virginia, amen, glory be to God. Amen, 23888. I love you. Stay blessed and be encouraged. In Jesus' name, amen. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 